0: It's a blowout, out, hit in 10-3. Bases are loaded for Verlander who waits out of the real finish. He swings and it's a high fly ball, deep center field. It is gone, home run, and a huge backflip to celebrate. All right, Ben, start the show already. What's up, everybody? Welcome into this bonus edition of Flippin' Bats. I'm Ben Verlander, and Team Japan just wrapped up their game over Team Italy. A big win, and they are now on their way to Miami. They have punched their ticket to the semifinals, which is the final four of the tournament. And I am going to break down the game that we just saw. Obviously, the second quarterfinal of the tournament. But now they have a pretty big break. They don't play until Monday in this tournament after the big win, which is fair because they have to travel across the world, so it only makes sense to give them a couple of extra days, which does benefit them on the pitching side. But today it was all about this big matchup. They were the much better team than Team Italy, but it did not matter. You had to win to advance. It's one game. Anything can happen. And Team Japan just showed immediately how dominant they are. I believe Team Japan is the most complete team in this entire tournament. They showed that from the very beginning today. Shohei Otani took the mound to start the game. He was lights out. Shohei Otani hit 102 miles an hour in the second inning of this game. The hardest pitch he has thrown since he's come over to Major League Baseball. That's how hard that pitch was. It was incredible. He was doing it all. From the very beginning, I talk about it all the time, how good he is on the mound, how good he is at the plate. But we often get games like this, and Shohei did it on the biggest stage when when it mattered most for his team, win or go home. He did it, pitched great, 102 miles an hour strikeout against Vinny Passantino in the second inning. He was hitting balls hard. He had a a ball that ended up being caught by Nicky Lopez. He hit it 115.4 miles an hour. And then he followed that up with a bunt single where he was flying down the line. So all within the first three innings of this game, Shohei Otani hit 102 miles an hour on the gun, hit a ball 115 miles an hour, and he had a bunt single. That kind of really got things going for team Japan because from there uh, they ended up scoring a couple of runs and kind of took off and never really looked back. But uh, this game, had it all uh, obviously Lars Nootbaar has become a superstar in Japan he again gave the pregame speech Lars is Lars is becoming Lars is a leader of that team Lars Nootbaar has come over playing for Team Japan and has immediately become uh, a, a leader for the team giving every pregame speech at this point uh really cool to see that cool to see him take the field started the game with another big hit was pumped up, given the energy from the very beginning. Speaking of energy, the Tokyo Dome crowd, man, over over 41,000 people there. It was so loud uh, to me from from the first pitch of the game. Uh, of course, after show I threw it because the crowd is silent before he pitches. But from the first pitch of the game on, th- this place was locked in on the game. You could literally see the cameras of the stadium shaking at some points. Um, Yoshida had a huge catch in the fourth inning. So Shohei got himself into a little bit of trouble in the fourth inning. Um, Masataki Yoshida in left field goes back to the wall, makes a great catch. Yoshida had an unbelievable game. He's having a great tournament that continued in this game. He would eventually hit a home run later in the game, just to put an exclamation on this game. Um, Fifth inning. Fifth inning was Shohei's last inning pitching. He got into a little bit of trouble. Um, The Fletcher brothers a couple of blue pits, a couple of hit batters. So uh, David Fletcher with the first blue pit to the right side, his good friend and his teammate with the Angels, the the prototypical David Fletcher hit, just a little squibber through the right side, gets on base. Shohei also hit a couple of batters, bases end up loaded. And then David Fletcher's brother, Dominic Fletcher, with a blue pit to the right side, scored a couple of runs. That would do it for the end. That was the end of Shohei's day on the mound, which all in all, really good, really solid. That last inning, it kind of looked like he just, you know, a little bit of unfortunate break. Also the hit batters, wasn't able to get out of it, but fine. Still a really, really good start for Shohei on the mound. Uh, But his team kind of bailed him out. And this is one thing that's really needs to be talked about here is, I think Muntaka Murakami found his swing. And we saw it, uh, I believe it was the fifth inning, that laser double to the opposite field, RBI double. That was vintage Mirakami. It was awesome to see that and immediately followed that up his next at bat with a laser to left field. So we hadn't seen that all tournament. Uh, and if he can get locked in, he's one of the biggest bats in the lineup, you know, and, and he hadn't been doing anything this entire tournament, really, besides one, you know, a blue pit here or there it looks like he might be locked in at the best time of this tournament. Sometimes that mental game can really consume you. And a hitter like that, all you need is one really good hit and a big moment to get you back. And he followed that big moment up with another really good swing and a really good at bat. I think Murakami is back to locked in. Um, then another storyline in this game is you, Darvish, taking down. this. We knew this would happen. A game in which Shohei Otani and Yu Darvish both pitched in together. Yu Darvish ends up taking the mound in the seventh inning. Team, J- Team Japan has a pretty big lead at the time, so just a really cool moment to have him come in in relief. He hadn't come in, he hadn't pitched in relief since 2010 with the Nippon Ham Fighters. Since since Yu Darvish has come to the United States and played Major League Baseball, he has not ever come in and relief 242 major league baseball starts without a relief appearance and to have it happen in that moment back in Japan in that moment, which is it's the last game in Japan of the tournament Shohei started and to have Yu Darvish come in and what, you know, I, I legitimately think there's a realistic chance that this was Yu Darvish's final time pitching for team Japan In Japan, you know, I I, I, maybe I'm wrong, but, you know, just looking at it logistically is obviously getting a little bit older. When when when's the next possibility, the next World Baseball Classic in three years? Certainly, that's a possibility, but it's also a very real possibility that maybe this was it for him pitching in in Japan. So just for so many reasons, this was a special, special matchup. Uh, Shohei starting you Darvish finishing it off. Team Japan ends up victorious 9-3 to three in the ball game. Really dominated from the beginning. Team Italy played pretty sound, pretty good game. Nikki Lopez has made some unbelievable plays on defense. He was pretty locked in offensively as well. Nikki Lopez is a really good friend of mine, and he almost took Shohei Otani deep. He was about three feet to the right of the foul pole, and that would have been uh, interesting for sure, because Nikki doesn't hit a lot of homers. So to take Shohei Otani deep surely would have been a a time of his life for him. But game ends up over. Team Japan advances. They're heading to Miami. And with the 9-3 to victory, you know, after the game ended, some really cool moments for me. Uh, Mr. Kuriyama, the manager of Team Japan, just the smile in the dugout. The camera just happened to catch him just smiling by himself in the dugout and clapping and then the whole team went out onto the field, onto the foul line, and bowed to the entire crowd, to the other team. Just a, a really cool and special moment um, for the game of baseball, for Team Japan, for the people of Japan, and for everybody watching, really. Um, this team is, is special. And I, I tweeted this during the game, but Team Japan is the most complete team in the World Baseball Classic. There's no doubt about that. Are there other lineups that I would take over Team Japan? Yes, But probably not by the gap that everybody thinks. Obviously, Team USA's lineup and the Venezuelan lineup and Puerto Rico's a solid lineup. But I would put Team Japan's lineup up there with them for sure, if not better. But the pitching is what separates them. The ability to have guys like Shohei and Darvish and Roki Sasaki and then Imanaga come in, as we saw today, and be really good and then Yoshinobu Yamamoto, and the the names continue with this team. Shosei Togo, I've been so impressed by the pitching depth, and from top to bottom, lineup, pitching, the depth, uh, the stars. This roster is the most complete roster in the World Baseball Classic, and they're heading to Miami, playing their best baseball. They have a few off days, as I've mentioned. They're going to play the winner of the Mexico versus Puerto Rico game on Monday. So that's a pretty big gap. And, um, in, in, you know, that's a pretty big gap until their next game. Super important gap, though. The, <laughs> the, the jet lag of flying from Japan to Miami is real, it is intense. And they're going to have to experience that. So, luckily, they get a few days to get adjusted. Um, they'll, they'll have their pitchers be able to get on that rest as well. So, that is the benefit. Though the teams that will be in Miami already, don't have to have that travel and that jet lag, they will be having a quicker turnaround. So pitching, they might not be able to bounce back as fast and use the same amount of guys. So winner of Mexico versus Puerto Rico on Monday, Team USA is playing Venezuela. And if they win, they will play Cuba, which means this could potentially be setting up for a USA-Japan final, which would be absolutely incredible to see Um, But obviously, there's a lot of work that needs to be done on on both sides, a little more work on the Team USA side because they have an extra game in there. But a a great day or a great night in Japan, a great morning here. I woke up at (laughs) 2.50 a.m., 2.50 in the morning to go downstairs and watch this game. And it truly didn't disappoint. From the very beginning, Shohei went out and dominated and did what he does best. And he's a guy that just breaks Stat cast, you know, 102 miles miles an hour on the gun, his hardest pitch since he's come to Major League Baseball, his speed down the line, his his velocity off the bat. Shohei Otani is a superstar and he has the baseball world wrapped around his finger and even more so it's becoming just the world in general. There's ads everywhere you look with Shohei's face on it. So um, Shohei stole the show again and then Team Japan just took over. And dominated this game as they should have and as they did it was very impressive from top to bottom now team USA or team Japan is off to Miami and so am I myself and Alex are heading to Miami for the quarter the the final quarterfinal games and the semifinals and the finals so team Japan is heading there I am heading there and we will be coming to you live pre and post game on the field uh, semifinals and championship games. I will be there. Everything you need to know about the tournament and what's going on in the United States and in Miami will have you covered. I will be there. Make sure you guys are, are checked out and, and subscribe to the podcast uh, wherever you listen to your podcast. And you can follow on all social media as well. We have Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, and TikTok, and obviously YouTube. You can watch everything on YouTube as well at flip and pod for all of them. So Congratulations to Team Japan. Congratulations to the people of Japan for their team's victory and for the dominant victory that it was. And it's, it's been incredible to watch, and the ride continues. They're off to Miami, and so am I. I'm literally, as we speak, about to grab my bags and head to the airport. airport this was just important to me to record this first and uh, share my thoughts on the game that just happened. So thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you all from Miami. Peace.